Covers too risque to get released. Jane Foster Thor. And you know we're talking about sleep respect that I believe has gone under the radar way too long. Another week, another list of comic books, funny books, expensive paper spiking in the marketplace. Hit the like, slap the subscribe button, and our Overstreet Price Guide advisor will hit you with number 10. Number 10 on the list, Catwoman number 42, the 1 in 25 Sosa Mica variant. We are seeing $45 average sales on this new book this week. No surprise here. We warned the community about this Sosa Mica starting out the gate strong, her incentive variant the one in 25 for issue 39 started the craze and it continued with every next issue. Keep an eye out for issue 43 and 44, both getting an incentive variant. Only difference is incorporating Harley Quinn. Follow Sosa Micah on Instagram. You will not be disappointed. She recently did a beautiful Audrey Hepburn. This is an artist you cannot miss. So while the secret may be out about Sosa Micah, the main covers of Catwoman are sure. still absolutely worth getting. Jenny Frizen is killing every single one of these covers. Interesting side note about number 42. When they first solicited it, there was a much more sheer version where you could see her undergarments a whole lot better. Jenny Frizen even came out and posted the original art on her Instagram saying, this is how I wanted it. And they made me darken it up for release date. I got to hear what the community thinks in the comment section below. What do you think about DC making a decision to change this cover? Was the original cover perfect? Let me know. It'll enter you to win this Omni-Man whatnot invincible number one variant. Number nine on the list, more DC spec. We have Wonder Twins number one, the 2019 miniseries, $12 average sales, and we had a $400 CGC 9.8 sale. The Wonder Twins, Zan and Jaina, to be portrayed by KJ Appa. You know him from Riverdale. He portrayed Archie and Isabel May from 1883, causing an uptick in copies sold of 667% this week. And we got a... Throw out a word of caution for this high sale that we just reported. $400 is quite a steep amount, and I suspect it's because of the low census count of only five that exist in that grade. Now, back on February 14th, there was a key alert sent out letting people know that Wonder Twins had been moved to option status. This made this book spike to $35 raw. Now, while that price has come down, we're validating a lot of the spec on this book. The thing that's moved faster is the validation. The thing that's moved slower is CGC. I'm very certain there are a lot of people that sent in books in February, and we will start seeing more of those come to market. So be very, very careful with a $400 high sale on this book. There's only five on the census, and two of them are owned by at least one person. Case in point with Super Friends number seven, debuting in 1977, that book spiked royally in February when this news started circulating, spiking to $880 for a CGC 9 this is why you have to be up on the rapidly moving marketplace. And we have the best tool that you can keep in your pocket to get alerted when this happens. As an LCS owner, I use this every single day on every collection coming in and just to know what my customers are going to be asking about. Key Collector Comics, available for both Androids and iPhones. Use code TOM101 to support the show, but unlock a free two-week subscription of the app. It's very affordable, and the majority of the app is free for you to catalog your comic books, get suggested pricing, find keys, and get better on the hunt. Next at the list, at number eight, 
Thor Love and Thunder drop. The trailer is wonderful, and it spikes so many books this week. So when this trailer dropped this week, it was a must-watch for everyone in the industry. It is so great to see Thor working out and getting back into shape. It's awesome to see Star-Lord and the Guardians of the Galaxy. But who don't we see in this trailer? Core the God Butcher. Thor God of Thunder, issue number two. The first appearance of the antagonist to be portrayed by Christian Bale in Thor Love and Thunder, who doesn't make an appearance in trailer, who made our list last week because of a toy leak giving us the first glimpse of this antagonist. And the numbers are definitely up in quantities sold, but selling for the same amounts, $220 average sales and a high sale of a 9.8, multiple sales, at 500 again for a book that hit heights as much as 700 last year. So this is a repeat offender. It's the second week on the list. Last week, it was a 400% increase. This week, it's a 116% increase, but the price has not gone up. So the demand is there, but it's not quite growing. A lot of people had fears about seeing the action figure and how it wasn't exactly comic book perfect. But even as Jason Aaron said, Christian Bale has a really good looking face and you just need to trust the directors because they're going to make gore incredible. And the next thing we got to talk about is a pumpkin head cigar smoking janitor at the list at number seven Sandman issue number five from 1989 the first appearance of Merv the pumpkin head $35 average sales $68 for a CDC 9.4 but we do have nine eights listed at four hundred dollars this is from that era of vertigo where the paper quality is terrible and it is really really tough to get a nine eight merv is one of my favorite characters it is one of the best sandman characters who ends up showing up throughout the entire run and i'm so excited to know that we are going to be seeing him in the next show that's right sandman bringing neil gaiman goodness to our screens and i think this 1450 percent increase in copies oh, sold oh, oh, oh. is just the beginning this right here is going to be the run the key issues that dealers across the country are going to watch potentially spike if the show is as good as it can be and then they're all going to go yeah we missed the boat we should have been saving all of our sandman for 20 damn years so someone even asked Neil himself, are we going to see Merv? And his response was this. Yes, Merv is in the show. No, we haven't told you who's voicing him. We're saving it for a slow news day. The fans are all excited. And you know who else is probably rejoicing is Kevin Smith. His favorite character, as he said at a convention years ago, that got him a job to do the voice of Merv in the DC Audible's The Sandman Act Number 2. Now, while Merv is the janitor, the, the construction worker, the man who maintains the dreaming, we have an awesome Vertigo one-shot that I think is such a sleeper. This is called Merv Pumpkinhead, Agent of Dream, and he gets to be kind of like a James Bond-style character. It's great. They're available on eBay right now for between 10 and 15 dollars fantastic read with an incredible character the run goes to like issue 75 he's not in it that often it's this type of one shot that people don't know about that could be a sleeper as russ just said next at the list at number six hit the subscribe button slap the like button comic fan we need your support 
while we chat about Thor number eight from 2015. An $18 average sales and $120 for a CGC 9.8. So for those people who were reading Thor God of Thunder and it went into the new Thor with a female Thor, the slow burn culminated in issue number eight when we find out that not only is the new Thor Jane Foster, but that she's fighting late stage cancer. And this was confirmed back in October 2020 by Natalie Portman that they were going to be sourcing the narrative for this movie from this comic run. So we all expected to see Jane Foster lift Mjolnir and we saw it in the trailer this week and it looks outstanding. A 740% increase in copies sold this week on a book that we knew was coming and still nobody was prepared for. So Sandman's heading to Netflix, but characters that debuted in the run that are option tied to Doom Patrol are going to be getting their own spinoff series at HBO Max. We have at the list at number five, Dead Boy Detectives, issue number one, the first solo series debuting in 2014, seeing $10 average sales and a high sale, raw copy, Gorgeous book, selling for 25. A 1,467% increase in copies sold this week because we found out that Warner Brothers let us know that this has been specifically picked up for an HBO Max series. If you were paying attention to your key alerts, back in September, we already had heard about this rumor. Now, The Dead Boy Detectives follows two boys that rather than after they die, they go to the afterlife, they want to stay here on Earth and solve crimes. It is dark, it is trippy, it is a crazy series, and as evidenced by the success of Peacemaker and by the lesser success but really awesome storytelling of Doom Patrol, I think being able to adapt DC stories like this is a winning formula. Charles Rowland and Edwin Payne, the Dead Boy Detectives, actually premiered in Sandman issue number 25 from the original run. Last 9-8 sold for $415. This is what Warner Brothers had to say about this upcoming show coming to HBO Max. It's a fresh take on a ghost story that explores loss and death through the lens of Edwin Payne and Charles Rowland. Two dead British teenagers and their very alive friend, Crystal Palace. So it's a lot like a vintage detective series, only darker and on acid. Tom, is it Saturday? Because it sure feels like Thor's day. Number four on the list, Thor God of Thunder number one. Thor God of Thunder issue number one from 2013, seeing $15 average sales, $150 for a CGC 9.8. At the end of the trailer, everyone's focusing on the glorious Jane Foster for good reason. However, in the background, there are these like tentacle-like creatures. Could that be Gore's Black Berserkers, the creatures that accompany him and fight. We have so many heroes. They got to fight something more than gore. Well, if that's the case, this book is their first appearance and is also the first time gore is mentioned by name, causing an uptick in copies sold of 261%. Now that's exciting, but the most exciting thing to me in this trailer was seeing Russell Crowe as Zeus. That's got me all hyped and I've been waiting to see that. I think my favorite part is where we get to see Falagar the Behemoth and when I keep telling people that comic books are the perfect medium to move to movies, we literally have a storyboard and when you look at this scene, it is absolutely frame for frame from Thor God of Thunder number three. If you like what we do, hit the like and slap the subscribe, but hit the description. Join 
the mystery mail call. This is our comic subscription service where once a month you give us the excuse to send you comic books. We pack them with love, multiple books, and one per box. We have three different versions going out at random. We have Boys Number 7, a reprint of the first appearance of Stormfront in the original Boys Run, done by horror artist legend Ben Templesmith. A star-like cover going out to the community. Support what we do. Hit the link in the description and join the community. Number three on the list, what if number 10? We are seeing $165 average sales, $1,390 for a CGC 9.8. That is this month. Now, we know that the what if comics are all alternate universe comic books, and this is the first time we see, what if Jane Foster wielded Mjolnir? What if she wielded Thor's hammer? This is a great read. This is an incredible comic book, but people really have been debating this for quite some time because she's not actually a character named Thor. She's a character named Thordis. That's right. She names herself Thordis, giving it that feminine touch, causing an uptick of copies sold this week because of the trailer of 1,800%, by the way. And regardless of how much this may be a arguable key moment for the character. The prices stand above the rest. This right here is looked at as the first Jane Foster as Thor, regardless of whether it's in continuity or not. A 1,800% increase in copies sold. This is a hot book. This is moving. And we knew in October that Jane Foster was going to be playing Thor. We knew back in February of 2020 that she was actually going to be wielding Mjolnir, and that is the first time we see Jane Foster wielding Mjolnir. Now, this book is approaching unaffordability for a lot of people, but if you really like the idea of a female Thor, you should check out Earth X number five, an incredible Alex Ross cover that shows Thor as a female with Mjolnir. Now, this is not the Jane Foster Thor being depicted in the movies or even in the What If. It was actually inspired by the What If, debuting in 1999, because it would actually take clear till like 2014, 2015 for the Jane Foster Thor to debut in modern comics. In the most contentious argument since does pineapple belong on a pizza was Wolverine's first appearance in Hulk 180 or Hulk 181. Tread lightly here, guys. Tape a deep breath. We are about to start talking cameos. That's right. At the list at number two, Thor number two from 2015. This is where Jane Foster has her first full appearance after the other books that we talked about as Thor. Selling for $40 average sales and a high sale of $100 for a CGC 9.8. But that is rising. There are also some incredible 1 in 25 variants. The first one done by Isad Ribic, and his name is definitely driving the price on this one because Jane Foster Thor doesn't even appear on the cover. If you want to get another early cover appearance of Jane Foster's Thor, pick up the 1 in 25 Chris Samney variant. There is also a second print, which you can tell by a blue footer, and a third print, which you can tell by a green footer, both are definitely lower print run than the first. Now we're at the number one book in the world, but Russ just teased it. We're going to be talking about a lot more than one book here. We got cameos. We have first full appearances. We have at the list of number one, the number one trending most book in the comic book marketplace this week after Thor Love and Thunder, Thor issue number one, 
from 2014, seeing $125 average sales and 9.8 selling comfortably at 300. A 300% increase in copies sold this week. Now, Key Collector labels this as the third cameo appearance, but first cover appearance. So a lot of people are chasing after this book because you get to see her front and center on the cover. We've heard as early as January that Jane Foster was not only coming to Thor Love and Thunder, but that there was going to be an MCU spinoff with her wielding Yulnir. This has moved this book massively. And as we mentioned, a third cameo appearance. We talked about a like early appearance in 1999, earlier on the list, in between the what if debut out of continuity. Well, let's fill in the gaps and take you through some of them. So the number one book on the list, Thor number one came out in December of 2014 and it is her third cameo appearance. If you go to November of 2014, you will find the book Thor God of Thunder number 25. This book is also mentioned over on the Key Collector Trending 20 list, which is the larger list that Tom and I source these 10 books from. At the end of this issue, you do see a full panel of Jane Foster as Thor. But at the time, the reader wouldn't know that this is indeed Jane Foster. You just wouldn't know that there is a female Thor. But this doesn't happen in scene. It is foreshadowing for the reader as characters essentially read a prophecy about a female Thor in a book. So even before the release of this prophecy, we have a book that was released the first week of November, very close to Halloween, that has two costumed characters. These are not characters going off and doing anything. We just happen to see Jane Foster's Thor in costume and Spider-Gwen. Both releasing before the respected first appearances that are collected. Now what's intriguing is that the creators have said via Twitter that the intention was never to put these characters in and have them be first appearances. However, them appearing essentially within a month of the debut in full in the character designs gives this at least a cameo appearance in book of not just Jane Foster, but of Spider-Gwen, regardless of who's under the mask and if they're super. Now, no one was expecting Hawkeye versus Deadpool number zero to be worth anything and the fact that this came out before the other Jane Foster Thor appearances makes it a notable book that a lot of people in the community have gotten behind we gotta know your thoughts in the comment section below I'm sure there's a lot of members with strong feelings about this one again I put my Hellboy lens on if it's a real first appearance I understand why it's spiking and it's a collectible but I gotta know your thoughts and as always geek responsibly enough said comic fam join myself and this guy every wednesday on the best new app to buy and sell collectibles whatnot available for both androids and iphones dollar star options that last as little as 15 seconds long not only are we bringing the keys the giveaways the silver age the bronze age modern age bars we're bringing exclusives we're dropping variants low print that look stunning like our canceled variant Cancelled number one from Black Caravan with an incredible cover by Ingrid Gala. And you know this isn't the last exclusive that we're dropping on Whatnot First. Link in the description to come join the fun and enjoy these other videos. We made them for you.